Hey, greetings, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Staredown. And not just as college football back, but the boys are back. That's right. All four guys from all corners of the country are back on The Staredown. I'm Sean Carpenter in Columbus, Ohio. Bill Risser down in St. Petersburg, Florida. Todd Meininger, normally from Cumming, Georgia, but down in Apalachicola, Florida. Shay Brewer back on the podcast from out in the Pacific Northwest. Let's start out west. Shay, what's up? Welcome back. Hey guys, it's good to be back. I've been I've been away for a while. It's good to be back, having a, a beautiful Breakside Stay West IPA and uh, hanging out with you guys and talking some sports. Excellent, excellent. Bill, how about you, bud? What's going on down in St. Pete? Not much. Uh, a lot of a lot of afternoon thunderstorms. It's been highs in the 90s, super humid. I, I can't believe how fast I can sweat through a shirt and a pair of shorts on the golf course <laughs> when you're walking. Um, but no, things are good here. We're, we're, all of our thoughts are over on the East Coast. Man. We're just watching that uh, forum now, seeing what's going to happen with Dorian. And um, you know, hopefully it stays out off the coast quite a ways. And, uh, that, that applies for Georgia and the Carolinas too. Of course. Of course. How was your round of golf today? Uh, didn't play today. Played yesterday. Uh, did not. Did not play well. Twenty one points. So that's all I'm going to tell you. And that's not okay. Good. Okay. <laughs> all right. That's the way it goes. I'll recap mine in just a second. Todd, what's going on with you, bud? How's your vacation going? Um, first of all, guess who's back? Back again. Y two's back. Tell a friend. Glad to have Shay back. Right. Um, so no, all's good, man. Um, no zero complaints. Zero complaints. Um, yeah, the Dorian. Um, I used to, as a kid, my parents would take me to the Abacos in the Bahamas, and wow. man, that place is just getting hammered. So um, it's it's certainly a, a humbling um, when you're at the beach and enjoying all the pleasures, but then you know, the, this hurricane. It's it's uh, thoughts and prayers to everyone, right? So hopefully yep. it uh, it settles down. So, but no, great great time, Sean. Thanks for asking. Good, good. We're glad to hear, uh, guys. For me, I got back from Montana uh, Thursday night. Uh, came upstairs to expect to see the dog jump off the bed to greet me. Nope, my daughter was home. Riley, Riley snuck home for the uh, nice long weekend. Riley came home for a couple of days and was going to stay till today, but I uh, ended up driving back yesterday. Um, so I played golf on Saturday morning. Bill shot a seventy nine on gray, nine pars, nine bogeys, kind of a boring round. Yeah. Uh, Saturday, or, or then we went up to, to watch Ryan play in a big match uh, that Arlington hosts a big a big course on the south side of town called Pinnacle. Uh, the A team and the B team was there. Ryan was playing number one bag for the B team. Uh, but we knew this was a big day for a possible move up to A team if he if he played well. Well, he posted the third the third lowest score of the team, shot an 81, uh, and has been called up to the A team for this week's matches. Uh, heads, up to Akron. heads up to Akron early tomorrow, and then a local match here in Columbus if he plays well. So fingers crossed. And, uh, and then I played yesterday, Bill, and we won our MGA men match play in 21 holes. Uh, me and my partner uh, – Last match, 21 holes, we won it. Wow. wow. So and, some, and some, some shop script, right? Some, yes, exactly. Some shop creds. And then today went out and played great course again with Kevin. Listen to this, man. Shot 73 and got beat by six strokes by my brother. Woo! And Sean, let me ask. Um, in, the MG, in the MGA tournament, do all the guys that – don't place do they follow you so you have like a giant group of golf carts like, oh, following you no. again no, no? this is like a season a season long match play thing so it wasn't oh, like oh, okay it I wasn't like a yeah it wasn't like the member guest but yeah I, i've seen that where all the carts on the course are out drinking and watching that seems like fun but a lot of pressure at the same time right yeah so. yeah for sure so so bill 73 a couple wow. birdies but my brother shot shot 67 today wow yeah wow. what's his index though uh 2.7 yeah, so okay it's gonna go down so. 
Yeah. Enough said. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. All right. So hey, we got we got Shay with us. Let's 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 jump right into it, guys. Uh, college football week one is one game away from being done. We have one game tonight with Notre Dame going to Louisville at eight o'clock. But I want to start actually not on Saturday's games. I want to start with Sunday's games. Last night uh, we saw a performance uh, that hasn't been matched in in almost all of college football ever. Uh, Jalen Hurts, graduate transfer from Oklahoma, from Alabama, starts for Oklahoma. Uh, six touchdowns, three rushing, three passing. He accounted for 508 total yards of offense, um, 176 rushing, 334 passing. Man, I that was a epic, epic performance. She, Shay, I, I see you shaking your head. Why don't we start with you? Just what do you think of what Jalen Hurts did at Oklahoma? Um, Jalen Hurts is unbelievable. But it's to me, it's like, did the Arizona Cardinals hire the wrong guy? Like, why don't you just hire Lincoln Riley? If, if Jalen Hurts performs like this every week, you're possibly looking at three straight years of Heisman Trophy winners for Lincoln Riley at Oklahoma. All transfers. So the guy's obviously a salesman too, right? <laughs> My goodness. Those are unbelievable numbers. I think Jalen Hurts set the school record last night. Our uh, mm-hmm. first time in Oklahoma history, 300 passing yards and 150 rushing yards with three touchdowns. That's the mm. first time that's ever happened in Oklahoma history. And think about all the good quarterbacks that come through there. It's only the second time it's happened in, in college football, I believe. Uh, wow. I saw that today. Over, over, over 10,000 games of college football. It's only the second time it's ever happened. And, and the best thing about all of this to me, did you guys see his post-game interview? Yes. <laughs> he just would not crack a smile. He wasn't satisfied. And I don't know if that's the Nick Saban training that he received at Alabama, but all he said was, I've got to talk to my guys and we've got to get better. We've got to get better. Yeah. Wow. Hey, Sean, I, I think I, we were on a text string, and, I, you know, it was not the greatest call ever, but I said, hey, three Heismans in a row for Oklahoma. Um, it's a long season, but, boy, what a statement. Uh, oh, no uh, doubt. Right? Oh, so, and this, I'm waiting and this is, from one of you, the three of you degenerate gamblers about the over-under. Like, well, how do I they was going to go into that. <laughs> so, so here's what was weird. Houston was plus 23. They went down 21 to nothing in the first seven, eight minutes. So I'm sitting there going, God, that bet's going to be destroyed. Of course they cover. And then there was only about, what, 30 points scored in the first half, something like that, right. and the over gets, gets – you got to play 60 minutes, I guess, uh, in the betters world, right? Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you which way I went. I mean, you can probably figure it out. <laughs> you're you're smiling <laughs> and you're drinking beer. You probably don't think you did good. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try and show you guys this uh, this tweet uh, that I saw today. That I'm gonna show you the, the funniest gif I've ever seen for this uh, this thing. It says Jalen Hurts after getting his first taste of the defenses Oklahoma plays against. Oh damn! And it's. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <clears throat> hey, it's gonna, and, long, it's gonna be a long season for the rest. Oh of my the gosh! Year. Yeah, just I just and 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 did you see the way Alex Grinch, the new defensive coordinator from Oklahoma, uh, completely changed that look of that team? Uh, you know, there's a team that's not going to be. Uh, there's a defense that's gonna. You know, good good news is the offense is gonna get back on the field a lot. Um, bad news is it, it might be only three three plays where they're before they're back on the field. So it, I guess if they're scoring as quickly as they did, Shay, uh, won't be a problem, right? It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be the way they looked last night. So obviously, let's let's circle hey. the Texas the Texas Oklahoma game. Let's circle that one as a as a must watch, right? And can we, I think we all agree? Um, I know nothing about Jalen Hurts other than what I see on TV. But the way he handled the whole Alabama situation, um, 
seems like a good patient guy who was a good team guy. And now he's just killing it so far at Oklahoma. So I was, I was, I was happy to see it. Well, I'm sure super competitive and a little extra motivation to have a great year. Wouldn't you think? Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. who knows? Maybe, maybe pencil in the Oklahoma Alabama matchup in, in, uh, in, in one of the playoffs. Let's, awesome. let's stay, let's stay in the state of Alabama, even though we were just talking about, uh, we were talking about Oklahoma, but I want to talk about the, the, the next big name. And that's Bo Nix and Auburn. Shea, your state boys, your War Eagle. Uh, didn't look good until the end, but boy, they they had some. Man, that talk about a game where they had so many chances inside the thirty and could not convert. You know, but but a couple of them, and then just hung in there, hung in there, hung in there. And that Bo Nix kid uh, got, got a little patch of swagger uh, after game one uh, for the support his coach game, right? Yeah, Bo's, Bo's not shy at all. And he showed he had some wheels. Did you guys see his wheels? Mm, Bo, ah, was, mm. Bo was running around like another Auburn quarterback uh, <laughs> two years ago. So, <laughs> or, 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 an, yeah, or an Auburn running back. <laughs> <laughs> but, that's, a couple, um, that's a couple years ago, right? Yeah, that was a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> guys, I mean, guys, I'm so happy. You, you have to play the game. You got to play all 60 minutes. It's not over to the fat lady sings. All those, all those cliches, right? But Auburn looked awful. Like, they looked absolutely <laughs> awful. There we go. That's the, the entire shame we're game. The defense, mm. the defense had a little swag to them, but they couldn't control the line of scrimmage. Oregon looked faster in every single position. Mario Cristobal actually just handed us that game. And as you could see, as Auburn gained momentum in late in the third quarter and the beginning of the fourth quarter. Play calling was horrendous at the end. Oh, my goodness. What was Cristobal thinking? But um, even you could see that you could you could see it in the Oregon's players' faces. And I was actually in Vegas watching this game, and I was with some friends from here, and I was the only Auburn fan there. And hmm. um, it just it was a sense of nervousness even at the start of the third quarter from everyone around me. And I'm like, do you guys not realize you're dominating the entire game? But they have a fear of the SEC. It's an SEC mm. inferiority complex, and they don't feel they can beat SEC schools. I was going to ask you, Shay. Do they feel like they had the weight of the Pac-12 being legitimate uh, for the for the college playoffs, like in this one game? Right? They probably they probably felt like they were waving the the flag for the Pac-12. Oh, the entire conference rides on this game because they don't play a yeah. lot of games out of conference, meaningful games out of conference. Any of the teams in the Pac-12 do, with the exception right. of USC. And the entire weight of the entire conference lies if how did you stack up to a Southern Conference school? Southeastern Conference School. Yep. Now, Shay, Shay, I will correct you. Yeah. UCLA goes on the road next week, I believe, and plays Oklahoma. So they'll gonna they'll have to wave the flag for the. Well, never mind. That's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Cincinnati took care of that problem. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, so one play I never I didn't hear anybody talk about because it happened so quick and they cut away quickly. But the the uh, the punter for Oregon had a great night all night, except that last punt. Mm-hmm. How did they get the ball on the forty? You know, it's either going to be in the end zone, take it to the 20, or he pins him inside the 20. And that was huge. You know, with as much time was left, obviously you could see um, that that was a big, big call. And not one announcer talked about it. Like, they're starting on the 40. What? Yeah. That was brutal. Uh, one bad kick. I've always heard that. Yeah, I've always heard that kicking is confidence and punting is technique. Mm. Um, but <laughs> when you got to get a good punt off and you're in your own, deep in your own field, there's got to be. Uh, th- that had to be partially nerves, right? It's up here, um, just ahead, yeah. knocking off a great kick. Absolutely, yep. yeah, just like anything else, no doubt. So, Shay, Shay, being up in Portland, uh, do, do the Oregon Ducks are they a, are they a loud fan base? Are they were they talking smack? They they obviously know you're a, a uh, 
war eagle fan up there is it, it are you gonna smile this week or or you know are they an annoying fan base or because you're what yes. about two hours yes. north of eugene i'll answer it yes go ahead <laughs> Speak actually <laughs> they're annoying in the sense that they're overly friendly it's actually uh. super annoying that everyone's so friendly you and want some edge, this. don't you? You want some edge so, to it, yeah. So I'm I'm watching the game with a with a bunch of Oregon guys, and we're at we're at Legacy Stadium out in Vegas, right? So we leave Legacy, and I'm heading back to get my bags and to get to the airport. And I had two Oregon fans stop me, two separate Oregon fans stop me, just to shake my hand and say, "Man, that was a great game." Very Who hippie. Does that? it was not a great Shay, game. You, Shay, I, you know who does that, Shay? <laughs> The other two guys on this podcast would do something like that. (laughs) (laughs) And they're not denying it. Yeah. Silence speaking volumes, right? All right. I want to talk about one more transfer quarterback before we go to the negatives of the week. Uh, Ohio State looked pretty good with Justin Fields. Uh, This number number one prospect out of high school in 2017, class of 2018, I guess. So started last year. Uh, And... He did you know did not ever win the starting job at Georgia? Transferred to Ohio State, started right away. Uh, four touchdowns in the first half, first quarter. Uh, ended up with a big day. Played the whole game, uh, but once again, much like much like Jalen Hurts uh, after the game said, "Man, so many mistakes, so many missed reads, so many missed passes, so many missed opportunities." So saying all the right things, Ryan Day is very impressed with him as a, as a as a coach. Did you guys see any of the Buckeyes? Uh, I I watched uh, a little bit of it, Sean and. So I'm, we can talk transfer portal all you want, and maybe um, how quickly he was allowed to, to transfer, maybe worth the discussion, maybe not, I don't know. But he had no chance. Jake Fromm, we'll talk about Georgia, guy just doesn't make his mistakes, manages a great game. Um, if you're Kirby start Smart, you can't bench him, right? So I think Justin Fields, if there was no Jake Fromm, would have flourished at Georgia. I think uh, he just needed to go where – where he was needed, right? So didn't surprise me at all. He's dude's an athlete, right? He's big, he's quick, kind of like you know, Jalen Hurts, same type yep. of player. It's, and just an unbelievable, unbelievable stable of wide receivers at Ohio State and tight ends. Uh oh, yeah. they're, they're, gonna, they're gonna put up some points this year in the Big Ten and uh defense with, with Chase Young. Uh, you know, they'll be they'll be really solid. Um, yeah, he'll be he'll be just fine. All right, before we hit some wild cards in the in the college uh scene, uh let's talk about two of the bigger losses this week. Um, one of them happened in Tennessee. One of them happened in Florida state. I don't mind talking about this because these are two of my least favorite teams, but boy, oh boy, did two fan bases that swore they were, were going to be back. And last year was an anomaly. Uh, just take one in the teeth. Uh, Todd, where do you want to start? I'll, you're raising your hand, Todd. I'll, I'll let you jump in either Tennessee losing to Georgia state or FSU losing to Boise state. So this is the thing that is to max me in the head and Shay. You and Bill haven't worked for um, in in the industry. Tennessee paid Georgia State nine hundred and fifty thousand dollars to come and beat them. Just if you stop and think about that, they got a win versus SEC team, and they made nine hundred fifty thousand dollars. Just unbelievable. Um, interesting. Both interesting games. I think if you want to talk Florida State, they 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 jumped in early, and it looked like the game was going to be over, right? And just Boise State would go away. I think Boise State is um, a little more of a forgivable loss uh, for Florida State because traditionally they're, they're solid. Uh, but I think Georgia State, Tennessee losing to 
Georgia State at home is on. Un- Dude, how much of a troll job would it be if, if Georgia State like put up like like bathrooms on the main campus and called it like the Tennessee Volunteer Bathrooms or something like that? Like like use the money that they got. Because <laughs> what a what a troll job that would be. Uh, put up put up a garden or our parking lot or something like that. But yeah, so uh, Bill, what what you're down there? What what's the vibe on the local news about this loss? Uh, it was Taggart with a lot of expletives associated mm. with it mostly. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, Willie uh, Willie Taggart got was taking a ton of heat uh, by mm. the local uh, press. They and were up 31-13 in that game in the third quarter. Unbelievable. It was over. It was yeah. over. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, so that was the big game. And that was, uh, uh, you know, other than USF just being completely embarrassed by Wisconsin Ooh, <laughs> on Friday night. Yeah. 40, uh, yeah. 49 zip. Yeah. Uh, what, what do we – what do we think of Taggart? I mean, he's obviously he's coached at big programs. Is it just this situation at FSU, or is he maybe not head coach material? I mean, I just don't know. Well, I think how long is this? This is he second year, right? He's yeah. five and eight, right? Yeah. Third third head coaching job, Western Kentucky, then Oregon for a year, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think you got to you know you got to give him a chance, but I think at those kind of schools you don't get much of a chance, right? Is that kind of the problem? Like you got to yeah. come in right now. You're, not everybody, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, not everybody's uh, Harbaugh. You know, in Michigan, that gets chance after chance after chance. I guess for some reason. So, <laughs> I, I, I watched it. I was pretty invested in that Florida State game, and so I watched. Uh, watched uh, every snap of that game. Read, read into that I'll, however you I'll want. Let you figure Bill. out what that invested. <laughs> invested emotionally, right? Okay, good. That's, that's that could be the best line I've ever heard on the show. <laughs> Definitely invested. <laughs> Um, I will say this. Uh, Florida State looks a lot more disciplined this year than they did last year. Mm-hmm. And no knock to Jimbo Fisher, but I think he kind of left that program in disarray. Mm-hmm. Um, I think yeah, that the I thing that kills Florida State is they don't have the sides up front on either side of the line, offensive line or defensive line. They have the skill positions, and I think Taggart's able to recruit those skill position guys, but he's just not able mm-hmm. to recruit those linemen. And, you know, Boise has been a solid program for a long time, and they just kind of stuck with it. It was a team that started a freshman quarterback, but they're yep. bringing back four and five, four of the five starters on the, the tight ends and the offensive line. Where's and the, the same team? thing with the defensive right. line. They're just controlling everything there. So it negates some of the athleticism from Florida State. Yep. Let's go around the horn really quick. Any other games that you want to talk about? Todd, you mentioned uh, Georgia. Bill, you mentioned Wisconsin at USF. Any any other games that just jumped out? At, you know, Todd, what do you want to say about Georgia? Um, well, I mean, Georgia looked good, thirty to six. Um, they're, they're until so, until they prove differently, um, they got to be a, a SEC contender and a playoff contender. Of course. Um, the game that the game that stood out to me was uh, UNC beating um, South Carolina. Um, God, just we always talk about why we love sports, but just to see Mac Brown after the game, I mean, he, he felt it. I mean, he bought into the team. He knows they've been struggling. Um, they've blown a million fourth quarter leads and he had a fourth quarter lead and he held on. Um, that was good to watch. Uh, and this is a guy that's been in the, what the, the booth for what, five, six, seven, eight years yep. coming back to coaching. Um, and you can tell he's in his heart. He, he wants to, to teach young men how to not only play football, but, uh, hopefully good head start in life. So, I, I'm an SEC guy. I would have liked to see Will Muschamp beat beat him, but um, watching his reaction after, I was like, "That's pretty cool." That's, yeah, that's, and the way that, the it, way it really the team, means a lot. Really did you see the pregame? Did you see the pregame speech, guys? Uh, I was talking, and he says, "He says we're a new team, we're a new coaching staff, we're going we're to do this together." But when we when we go on that field, 
coaches aren't leading you. The seniors are leading you and you follow yeah, the seniors. And yeah, it was really, it was pretty cool. Just the way, what he said, it just come from, come from wisdom. And then you saw that old, that old coach, that old school coach trying to dance with the new kids and the kids just embraced him after the words. It was so cool to see, right? Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Bill, how about you? What was the game you, that was on your radar? A couple of them real quick. The uh, San Diego State <laughs> win six love. Oh, my gosh. Wow. <laughs> you I thought it was a baseball a, score. Yeah, you don't see that in a college score, football yeah. game. That's interesting. But they, they <laughs> started on the Mountain West 1-0. Uh, was it, was it a two field goals or a touchdown and miss extra point? I wonder. It was two field goals. Yeah, no touchdown scored in the game. That's pretty That's wild. pretty rough. Um, yeah. The other one's Arizona State. Jaden Daniels, um, their uh, true freshman quarterback. You know, it was Kent State, so it's not the Pac-12 yet. But uh, you know, a thirty to seven win, he looked good, and uh, and that's a pretty seasoned offensive line in front of him. The defense played really well, so ASU always has this um, like this great opportunity. <laughs> They've gotten close every now and then, but not since Jake the Snake Plumber in yeah. like '97 <laughs> did. Wow, anything time ago. Seriously. They are they are a one big win away, and then the rest of the stuff happened in the in the in the in the, in the Pac. 12 South from being in that playoff game. Right. right. I mean, well, again, Utah is going to be brutal, right? I mean, yeah, yeah sure. oh, that's right. Oh, that's I forgot. Utah's in the South. Yeah. They're in the South. Yeah. So that's going to be, even though, they, even though they're so far North. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't think about that's, it. It's, it's always USC or Arizona gets up and down. Uh, but yeah, Utah this year is going to be the team. That's old, uh, old Herm uh, Edwards, right? Herm's, doing, squad? Her, Herm's yeah. doing good. He's uh Letting his coaches do the work. He's just out there motivating, and we'll see what happens. Him and, and Matt you, Brown, the, the old guys mm-hmm. in charge. How about you, Shay? Was there any other games you were invested in while you are out there? Yeah, uh, well, I, I got two that I wanted to talk about, and uh, two and impossible. How about that? Um, the Stanford-Northwestern game. Did you guys oh, have to see the end? Oh, the bad at the end. The 17-7, right? The bad – oh, how, how it ended, Todd? How it, no. The bad, uh, bad beat. Oh, Shay walked us through it. it. Shay was right. invested in this one too. <laughs> <laughs> so we're at, we're at a, we're at a three point game. Northwestern was down by three. Ten uh, seven, right? Yep. Yeah, ten seven. Time's running down. Northwestern has the ball on their own forty. Nineteen. So like yeah, well, yeah, and then they went backwards with a penalty. Yeah, right. he has it at the own forty penalty. They go back fifteen yards. Now all they can do is throw the hail mary. Quarterback drops back to throw the ball. He's hit. It's a strip fumble. Stanford recovers it in the end zone, <laughs> wins the game by 10, covers the spread, and that gives them the second half cover as well as the over in the game. Oh, <laughs> You're wow. smiling, so it must have been good for you. Yeah. It was just funny. It was funny. But <laughs> yeah. what it does set up, what it does set up, though, in the game, Stanford's quarterback, KJ Costello, goes down with a, with a head injury, possible concussion. Uh, Stanford and USC next week, USC's quarterback's gone for the year. Yeah, as well. torn ACL. Yeah, yeah. So you're talking about a Pac-12 game you don't want to watch next week. <laughs> <You've> got <laughs> right. Stanford and USC. <laughs> wow. But I'll tell you the, the one game that does stand that that did stand out to me um, in Sean's neck of the woods, Big Ten country, um, Purdue. The Purdue Boilermakers mm. go up to Nevada. They blow a 17 point fourth quarter lead to yeah. lose the game. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys, let's look ahead to week two. Uh, we got, like I said, one game left in week one tonight. I expect Notre Dame to win big uh, in Louisville. Uh, but week two, uh, let's just talk. We'll circle back to the UF game. Uh, UC, Cincinnati Bearcats, and Luke Fickle, uh, former Ohio State, yeah. comes in to play Ohio State. Uh, you know, obviously an a in, in-state matchup. But UC probably will get some, some votes in the maybe top, you know, they might be 23, 24 
going into the weekend. Um, Texas A&M at Clemson. Uh, that's that's game part one of next week's schedule, uh, and then followed by LSU at Texas. So both all eyes on Texas next week. Texas A&M at Clemson, LSU at Texas, and then two other just side side uh, games. Just pay attention to BYU goes into Tennessee. Mm. Tennessee in a must-win situation. Uh, wow. BYU is not a uh, exactly a a gimme a yeah. gimme win like. I heard, I heard they're no Georgia State, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. and Todd, our Gators play uh, Tennessee Martin uh, in games. Yes. Um, so let's 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 hit on the the big games. Shay, your thoughts and uh, Todd, maybe you can look up the money lines on those on those big games. Texas A&M at Clemson and LSU Texas. Just thoughts on those games, Shay. I love LSU. LSU. I know it was only Georgia Southern they played, but I love LSU. Uh, they're playing loose. They're, they're playing with a lot of energy. A little yeah. more. Spread. Got a new offense. They got the uh, former Ohio State quarterback leading the charge. I like LSU to go into Texas and uh, kind of give a reality check to the Big Twelve. Now, now Texas did not play this week, right? That, that's their opening game. No, week. no. Texas played uh, Louisiana Tech. Oh, that's yep. right. That's, okay, Louisiana Tech. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and I and I I I. As much as I just gave Jimbo a hard time for the way he left Florida State, I think year two of Jimbo in Texas A&M, I'd look for them to keep the game with Clemson close. I, I don't think they have enough to beat them, but I think they'll keep it close. I thought I thought I didn't think Trevor Lawrence looked amazing. I thought he obviously serviced the win, uh, but his his numbers were anything but right. One seventy four passing, two interceptions. Um, Who who'd Clemson play again? Georgia Tech. Okay. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay. You know, and they they won big. They won fifty five fourteen. So if you just saw the score, uh, fifty two fourteen, you know, you look. Oh, they must have dominated. But it wasn't really a, you know, I I think a And M. Uh, you know, this could be a fourth quarter game. And once again, for both teams, um, it's going to be a. You know, Kellen Mond is not a, a throwaway quarterback. He's a good quarterback that's played a lot of games. Vegas yeah. doesn't think so, right? Because <laughs> Clemson's favored by eighteen and a half. Eighteen. Yeah. Wow, that's a big number. I was going to say, Bill, I need you because I'm on my phone, so I can't <laughs> right. do research. Jay, Jay, do you think that's a, too big of a number? Absolutely. I think it falls. I think it falls within the seven to ten range. Really, you think money goes hard this week to AM early while the number's high? What's the over under? Uh, don't have that. Sorry. Okay. Uh, I, I think I think uh, a good soft touchdown they cover. And, and I think, Tom, what do you, I think what? go ahead. Well, before we head to the NFL, what are you looking for out of the Gators this week? Uh, home game, uh, two weeks to, to obviously recover a lot of the uh, mistakes, the tackles, the uh, the personal fouls, the, you know. So, Bill, that- Bill, put me on the clock. Um, <laughs> so, so we, we talked last week about, I mean, as, as Florida fans we got and alumni, we got bombarded with, oh, ugly win, ugly win. I bet Tennessee, South Carolina, um, who else? Uh, Missouri. State. Missouri, yeah. <laughs> they would have loved an ugly win, right? So what I'm looking for as a, you know, a Florida guy is you want um, improvement between week zero and week right. two. That's, that's all. And, and we've talked about it. And I've, I've kind of had a maybe a little change of heart about Felipe. Um, we want him to be this model citizen. Um, he, Felipe is going to be Felipe, right? Manny's going to be Manny. Felipe's going to be Felipe. As long as he – I guess maybe just tones it down a little. He's always going to – he can't be a calm um, – Yeah, he's non, not a Tebow. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's not He's not a Tebow. He's not even a Chris Leak. He's not a uh, Spurrier. Um, he's the guy who goes to the sidelines and yells at the fans, um, the opposing fans. As long as he 
kind of contains it. I, I almost think it's let him be him and yeah. uh, get the most out of it. Last week, I was saying, God, I, you know, what, why is he doing that? I don't like it. But, I mean, he's been that way all his life, right? So you're not going to change it. Hopefully you can channel it, focus it, um, and, and make it into better play uh, instead of try to eliminate it. So, yeah. And listen, listen, I, you know, you say I've, I've had a change of heart. I, I too have, you know, as much as I love to see Florida state and, and Tennessee lose, you know, we are one loss away from to a UT Martin or something like that to be in yeah. this exact boat. Georgia, right? Remember Georgia Southern? Uh, yeah, Georgia I, of course I do. <laughs> yeah. I remember those. And, and that's why I think it's so funny to, to, to look at some of the, people talking shit on, on social back at the Tennessee and the, and the Florida state fans. Cause they talked so much shit about us, you know, going four and eight and losing to bad teams. And, but it, you know, I, I just, I really would love to see our defense, you know, just, just, you know, keep that score low, get the offense, lots of opportunities. Let's see lots of kids touch, touch the ball, uh, get, get the offensive line, a lot of, a lot of uh, runs. Um, you know, th- this game should be a, 60 40 run pass type game i know i know you're always looking to be 50 50 but this is a game that you've got to get that offensive line some some blocking schemes and some and some get get out get out without injuries and tackling and penalties can be fixed and that's what that's what we'll see if we remember we our our third game our our next game is at kentucky on the road that's that's the big one that's a sec game it's on the it's the first true road game and it's also you know it's against a team that that wants to extend their their, you know, street to two, <laughs> to two, <Exactly. laughs> big, big litmus test. Um, All right. That, you know, yeah. let's, let's turn to the big boys and Shay's going to go pick some big boy uh, fantasy teams after he, after this segment. Uh, but let's start Sunday, Thursday night, boys. NFL is back in season. Uh, it's, it's no doubt the number one uh, attention getter in sports in, in North America. It is, from a media standpoint, from a money standpoint, Vegas, from everything. And it all starts with one of the best rivalries in, in football. And I know, Todd, there's a part, you know, you have a little little cup yeah. uh, spot for Green Bay. Green Bay Absolutely. at Chicago. Yeah. Green Bay at Chicago, a big one. Um, there's too much to cover. So just in this episode, I asked each of the guys to pick one game from Sunday that they're going to spotlight. But let's talk about, let's talk about uh, Thursday night's game that kicks off the season. Green Bay, Chicago. Uh, let's start with you, Bill. What, what, do you, what are you looking forward to this NFL season? Well, you're talking about the season or that game Thursday yeah, night? Well, the, that, the season and that game, and then we'll, then we'll go into Sunday's games. Yeah. Well, look, it's, it, is, it, it sets up a day for me once a week. I know exactly what I'm going to do, right? When you talk about football, you mentioned how big it is. Golf. Golf happens uh, in the morning on Sunday. I'm home by 1230, and I live in the East Coast now, which <laughs> rocks. <laughs> because yes. the game starts at 1, Shay, not at 10. That's pretty cool. And, uh, and, I, no. and I watch football for 10 hours. <laughs> I go to bed later, but I don't miss the uh, opening kickoff of the first game. Yeah, That's exciting. Bears-Packers in Chicago. I think Bears are three-point favorites, something like that. Uh, that's going to be – I mean, look, Trubisky's turning into a decent quarterback, let's say. And Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. So, you know, I think Todd likes his chances better with all of that happening, but um, I think it'll be a fun game. I, I don't really have any thoughts one way or the other in that, on that game. I'm not a – Yeah, well, a, let me, let me, let me call a timeout, Bill, because I'm, I'm going to bring something up that you, that you brought up. My brother Kevin, uh, this is the first year since he graduated from Ohio State University, uh, which would have been in 93 or 94. He has not got season tickets. He's just kind of, you know, he's past that spending a shitload of money for a shitty experience type 
play, you know, uh, he doesn't drink, so he, he doesn't need to go down and, you know, uh, just be, you know, thrown up on, so to speak. But he says, I'd rather just sit at home and watch replays and flip to other games. The game experience in college now is so different. And look, the NFL, I think has it down at, what, if they say the game starts at one o'clock, Bill, what time's the game start? One, one o'clock. o'clock. Yeah. The ball's being kicked. Last night's game against Oklahoma Houston was a seven thirty game. Started at seven forty seven. Hmm. You know they have to in- interview people, and it's just you know I love the NFL just the way they run the system. And you mentioned earlier, you just said it's yeah. such. You know, you know that when you get done to playing golf at twelve thirty, you're home at one, and the game's going to start. And, and the game they, starts at one o'clock. And then they staggered the starts the last few years. Maybe it's been a while now. But four, those four ten and four fifteen. Yeah, those yeah. are awesome. Four twenty five. Yeah. Yeah. To to make sure that they're always kind of catching the end of every game when they want to, they can flip it around. And that's all fantasy, right, Shay? I mean, that's why they did that. Everybody wants to watch the red zone channel. <laughs> all their players, so it's awesome. Yeah. So side note, but I, I just think that's a good good thing you said, Bill. Yeah. That you know your system is so set up now. Yep. And so you know. Uh, Shay, you go there a lot. Um, I was in Vegas one time on a Sunday morning during the NFL football season, and it was unbelievable. Though I was I was leaving like my hotel at like five forty five to catch flight out, and to see the people coming in on the planes with their suitcase or whatever it might be that they're coming in on Sunday morning with one specific thing to do: <laughs> put down money on games. <sighs> so, Shay, what about you? What do you what? Tell, tell me about your what? What will you be doing Thursday night, Green Bay, Chicago? Um, uh, beginning last Tuesday, sports betting became legal in the state of Oregon. Thursday <laughs> night, I'll probably be sitting with an iPad in my hand. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> Todd's, Todd's relocating. Do they have doors and hardware up in, uh, Portland? Uh, yeah. No, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, you got a good rivalry. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how, um, the diva that is Aaron Rodgers adapts to his new system. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and to see, you know, can can Mitchell Trubisky put together two good years, and how good of a coach is uh, Matt Nagy? Yeah, I agree. Let's let's see how that changes. Um, Todd, how about you? It's a big game for you, and you got some kind of some back ties to Green Bay. I know you've always been kind of a Green Bay fan. Yeah, sure. Um, in in my uh, my former life, I spent a lot of time in uh, in Green Bay. Just a great, great blue collar city. I mean, really, just and it's the only show in town, right? There, there's in Green Bay, you know, Milwaukee's close by, but that's it, – it's um, a publicly owned team, um, and uh, you, you feel the, the, the uh, community rally around it. So just easy team to root for if you've been there. I imagine, I imagine Buffalo's similar. I, uh, I don't remember last time I was in Buffalo, but those really small towns I – mean, you know, Cleveland's a little bigger, but probably the same kind of field of just people yeah. embracing, embracing their team. So easy team to root for. Um, Aaron Rodgers is awesome. Um, if I wasn't a Green Bay fan, I probably wouldn't like him. But, hey, I'm a Green Bay fan, so so I like him. So he's a little bit of a diva. I don't think he's taken one snap in preseason, and he's been pretty vocal about it. Um, you know, I guess preserving his body, he's, he's getting towards the end of his career, uh, I would imagine. So, anyway, should be fun. Football's, yep. football's the best, right? Is it an NBC game, guys? Is it a Thursday night on NBC, or is it who opens? Is it Shay or Shay? Yeah, NBC. So, so. Uh, yeah, I think they're they're some of the best. I I like Nance and 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 um, Tony uh, Romo. Tony Romo, but I I just I love Collinsworth his his kind of swagger and his his 
sense of humor. Al Michaels is great. And Al Michaels is just a legend. I think we're we're gonna have him maybe, hopefully a couple more years. Um, but he's just great to listen to. Uh, I asked each of the guys. Just you know, it's so hard to go through with so much on, on on our docket to go through every single game. But I just asked each of the guys on the podcast to pick maybe one game they're looking forward to, and I'll start. Uh, guys, this is this is the year that Cleveland either puts up or or shuts up because there's a lot of attention in Columbus, Ohio, for the Cleveland Browns. There's another team in Ohio called the Bengals, but based on our local sports reporting, you wouldn't know it. Uh, there's Ohio State, there's Cleveland. Um, and I think Baker Mayfield, Odell Beckham Jr., Denzel Ward on defense. Uh, this could be a fun team to watch. Look, they, they haven't won anything. They've got to get past the Steelers and the Ravens and, and win their, their conference, you know, and they've got to, got to do that. But I'm looking forward to Tennessee versus Cleveland. This is a game in Cleveland Stadium. I think they – they can easily get out and get the fans behind them. They got a big week two game uh, against Sam Darnold and and the Giants or the Jets, which is going to be, I believe, the Sunday night game um, or the Monday night game. I'm not sure which one. So they, you know, starting out one and zero would be would be obviously huge. Starting out zero and one would be devastating for the hype that this team has received. So that's the game I'll be watching Sunday afternoon. Uh, let's go to Utah next. Um, uh, shame on me. I didn't do my, uh, my homework. Um, but Atlanta's um, playing uh, Minnesota. If you want to start I was, with that. I was just going to say all the, all things Falcons for me, for sure. Right. Um, you know, Matt Bryan, uh, I'm sorry. Um, Matt Ryan. Uh, yeah, Matt Ryan, but, um, Brian, they, they re-signed their 45 year old kicker. Um, Ooh, really? Yeah. He, he hadn't played. They re-signed him. I guess they couldn't find anyone to, to win the job. Um, but you know, Julio's, uh, Julio's good. This is the year. And help me, correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like in the NFL, there's windows. You have windows to, to be good. And I feel like Atlanta's window may be shutting in the next couple of years. So um, you want to see improvement. You want to see them. Uh, got, they had that big opportunity in the Super Bowl that we don't want to talk about. But anyway, um, <laughs> if they want to, sure if they want to be. Sure, we do. If they want to be a, a special team, I think uh, it's the, the times now, right? So um, yeah. very interested in watching, see how, see how they're. Come out of the gate, Sean. All right, good, Bill. How about you, man? Is there a, a lot of a lot yeah. of hype down in Tampa Bay for the for the young, uh, just the, uh, the the young quarterback who's lost some weight, or what's going on down there? Or are you picking a game out of? I'm leaving Tampa for this game. All right, uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to Arizona. The uh, what? The Cardinals are dog. <laughs> yeah, with uh, to see what Kyler could do. Um, that's gonna be a lot of fun. So how does that play out? Uh, they, they play who? Uh, the Lions, who are a two and a half okay. favorite, yeah. So really, Lions are yeah. favored. Wow, Lions are favored. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's going to be a lot of fun, uh, I think, to uh, to watch. I'm curious if that says more about the Matt Stafford led Lions or more about the Cliff Kingsbury, uh, Kyler Murray rookie. I, and I'll go with that. Don't you think? I mean, you're you're starting a yeah a, a rookie uh, starting quarterback in the NFL. That's always tough, but it'll be fun to watch and see what he can get done, right? And I'm trying to remember who's the Texas A&M receiver that went to school in um, Christian, Christian Kirk. Kirk. Yeah, Christian Kirk. Watch out for Christian Kirk this year. Shay, uh, like a tenth or eleventh round pick in your draft, Christian Kirk, because he could there have a go. big year, right? Because he's he's writing it down. He's, like, he's gonna write that down. Cliff Kingsbury. Taking notes. Kinda, he went to A. He went to A&M. You know, and so he's that he's that extra blocker in for Kyler Murray that that becomes the release valve right yep or he's a wide receiver now he's not he, he played running back and oh that's right runner. that's right yeah, he's a wide receiver so I, watch for him yep i got a shea question um is it uh is it urban legend or true that uh home nfl team gets you know assumed a three-point 
um, um, line. So would Detroit actually be in theory five and a half point favorites, or is that uh, hyperbole that, a little bit? That is correct. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that Home is field correct. means something in NFL, right? It does. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So it's almost like an automatic. Unless point. you're the Cardinals or the Buccaneers. <laughs> <laughs> the, Buccaneers. <laughs> the two places I've lived. The advantage because of the cannon. Don't forget the cannon. <laughs> but Bill, really quick, let me call an audible. What is what is the vibe down there in your back door uh, backyard about Jameis Winston? Are they liking what he what they're seeing, or are they? Is everybody on a wait and see? It's wait and see. It's it's how is, is can Arians do it again? Can he be a quarterback whisperer once again? Right. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's the question. Because if Jameis will listen to him, if Jameis will, you know, we'll see. It's it's tough. I mean, I think I think OJ Howard's going to have a big year, and that could help Jameis a lot, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he, I think he's kind of figured out what he's doing after a couple of years now. So, but yeah, it's a wait and see. Okay. Yeah. All right. Shay, how about you? What's the game that's on your radar up there? Are you looking at the Seattle Seahawks with a new J- Jadavian Clowney playing defense? Oh, yeah. Well, nah, it's a little too soon for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a little too soon. Um, I've, got, I've got two I'll give out to you. Um, one, I'm going to the one team in the NFL where home field doesn't matter. That's the San Diego Superchargers. Oh, they're not in San Diego anymore. I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> That's too early for Bill. Too soon. The Los Angeles Carpetbagger Chargers. Is that what you're going to call them? No, but they're playing against the uh, the Andrew Luckless. Wow. Jacoby Brissett. Hey, that's Jacoby Brissett's team, baby. <laughs> it's great to be a Florida Gator, baby. Yep. <laughs> Chargers, six and a half point favorites. Yeah, so I, I, I'm into that. I think that may be a good game to watch. But then down in Florida, too, I think uh, you got the Chiefs going to Jacksonville. Yeah, that's a good Wow. One. Great defense, yeah. great offense. Is, yeah. is there a weather issue for that, do we think? Maybe? No. No. Uh, maybe. No. Isn't that, isn't uh, that fun? Be, oh, no, no. It'll it be, be, it'll be, done, it'll be, be done by Wednesday or Thursday. They're probably going to I got play. you. Yeah. Yep, you're right. Yep. Yeah. What, what, so, Shay, what do you, what's your take? Is uh, First of all, you got Nick Foles, too, right? Is Nick Foles for the Jags, yeah. And so in, yeah, and a great defense. And so, how does Mahomes handle a great defense, right, for his first uh, start of the well, year? Well, he, he got an added weapon yesterday. I saw that uh, Lashawn McCoy, yeah, shady. signed with the Kansas City Chiefs yesterday. So that uh, why did the Bills release him, Shay? Do you know? Yeah. I heard his training camp was just not that impressive. So he maybe 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 wanted to get out of there. Yeah, I think this. It, they're doing. They're making a conscious effort to kind of change the culture hmm. there, and I yeah. think that um, it's been reported he's not the the best locker room guy. So, gotcha, makes sense. Is, is yeah. winning more part of the culture for Buffalo? <laughs> <laughs> hey, t- take it easy on Buffalo. Take sorry, it easy. Sorry. Take it easy. <laughs> well, By the way, Fitz, I, did I read Sean jumping gears? Did Fitzpatrick win a starting yes. job? Yes, mm-hmm. starting for the Dolphins. Oh. How uh, never mind because he, he, he went to Harvard, man. He's smart. He's great. He's great for two games, and then he, he seems to fall apart. So fully expected offense to go two and zero, and then he'll. Uh... <laughs> Todd, yeah. you need to get that beard going, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick length. You yeah, can, you uh, can do it. Come on, you can well, do yeah, it. I was looking that at the swag. I get swag. Yeah, I was looking at the games on ESPN, both college and, and pro, and it says like tickets available for the games. You know, it shows like where the where the plan that's tickets available as low as like uh, Rice was like nine dollars, and yeah. you know some of the schools and all the like Chicago game tickets available for low for three hundred fifty dollars in Chicago for Thursday night's game, and the Dolphins was like twenty seven dollars. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, NFL team. Yeah. Nice. Um, so, guys, we're obviously excited. Two Monday Night Football games this week. I believe the, the Saints 
And then the uh, Broncos and Raiders. By the way, I love I love that. I think they should do that every week. I love the seven o'clock first starting the ten o'clock. The ten ten start. Yeah, I I love it. I love it. Yeah, super good. Shay, I know you got to jump out, bud. Uh, Any any final words? Any thoughts? Any any uh, what what do you got going on this week before you duck out and head to the office? No, man, it's it's good to be back with you guys. I miss you guys dearly. Um, Mm. Love each other. Love other people. Show gratitude in everything that you do. I'll see you guys next week. All right, Shay. Thanks, Shay. That doesn't sound, that doesn't sound like the hard Auburn fan that he was trying to earlier. <laughs> I'm, I, you got, I, you got to be humble, okay? We got one. I'm we digging it. No, I'm digging it, man. I'm digging smart, it. I love it. Smart. He's That's playing smart. Stuff. Later, Shay. Later. Later. See you, man. Be good. All right, guys. The three of us that are left, let's uh, let's talk uh, Major League Baseball, and then we'll do tennis, soccer, and then get out of here. Um, boy, big, big, uh, big momentous occasion yesterday, Bill. Always fun to see a no-hitter. Uh, mm. from what is become arguably one of this generation's best pitchers, Justin Verlander with the Houston Astros. throws his third career, no hitter in Toronto yesterday. Mm. Um, a, a, you know, kind of a bill in your, in your eyes, a baseball gem, zero, zero going into the ninth. Um, a gem or a nightmare. If you're Justin Verlander, I mean, uh, the kid, uh, oh, third baseman forgot Toop. his name already. Toop, yeah. Toop, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Toro, 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 come up in that situation at the top of the ninth to get him those two runs. That was just super fun to watch. I was watching. I watched the last inning. It was kind of fitting. He made the last out too. Yeah, and it was. It's funny because you had to make a long throw. You never know. Nothing on like a three hopper too. Yeah, nothing. It's never, uh, never take it for granted. You could watch it in Verlander. Love the camera work because you see him grab. You see him watch the the ball, and then he just quickly checks for the throw, and it's just that sense of relief. That was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So. So did you guys see the um, footage after when he was celebrating with his team at all? Um, he watched it. He goes, Toro? So you know he, he got it, right? He knew he was battling a 0-0 game. He yeah. gets home run, and then he gets the final out. That's, well, I don't know if you saw – did you see in, on MLB Network, they sh- uh, I stuck with it for a while, and the, um, the, t- the Astros on-field reporter, the, the girl who comes in and kind of interviews him after the game. Yeah. Said so. What's uh, what's is there something in Toro's future? You know, a little something. He's like, shh, don't say anything. He might not know. Oh, but he's getting- <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. They were they were talking Rolex. I mean, it could be some, this is man. This kid's a rookie, right? Yeah, he's, uh, he's making imagine four fifty a year. Right? Rolling yeah. a twelve thousand dollar watch out to him, you know, tomorrow. That'd be pretty. Or, or buying pancakes for him at the. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that's Verlander style. <laughs> yeah, but, oh, at the million dollar place. I'm yeah, sorry. the million dollar place. Yeah. Um, you know, a cool story, and Bill, you know, you've been around the game more than Todd and I have. Todd and I both played it, but, you know, no hitter isn't just the pitcher and the catcher. I mean, all of a sudden, the infield, mm. all of a sudden, the outfield's got to be positioned just right. All Pressure of a sudden, that, that, yeah. that spinning little nubber of a, you know, off the end of the bat to the yeah. second baseman isn't as easy as a play. Mm. Um, yeah. And, and so when you, when you watch that, if you, if you watch it again, and those are people that are listening to this podcast – you know, when you watch that highlight again on Twitter, on social media, on ESPN.com, it wasn't just a just a routine <laughs> ground ball. It was back on his heels, three hopper, a fast runner. Uh, yeah, he know. didn't want to charge it. You don't want to charge it and try to short hop it and kick it. So he, he laid back, but then just fired a strike. Kind of a high strike. But yes. Uh, fired a strike. And, and, and here's the thing. Um, well, also, he, he may have booted it, um, which wouldn't 
count against his no hitter, but that's right. another battery he's got to face. Yep. Right? Yep. <laughs> like single. After and 121 one, pitches. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He was one element that I don't think is talked about. And I think he all agrees the luck. You got to be lucky to throw a no hitter, right? You oh, can't yeah. have that. You can't have that that flare, that Texas leaguer, that bloop where yep. you, you pitch an amazing pitch and some guy scrapes his shoelaces and, and hits it over the shortstop's head. Right. right. So yeah, he seems like one of the good guys. I, I mean, he's, you know, his, his wife or girlfriend. That's what Kate, Kate said. Yeah. Kate so, said. Yeah. So, so great, great discussion yesterday on Twitter between a couple of our buddies, uh, Bill Risser, uh, Todd Waller up in Michigan with, with uh, better homes and gardens and Ryan Bowcross down in Houston. Verlander's mm. a hall of famer. I don't think any th- the three of us would argue that without a doubt. Three, three, well, what, no hitters. What hat does he wear in the, in the hall of fame? Does it? Oh, absolutely. Detroit. Not, 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 a, not I, even a thought. I thought so too. But if he wins the world series again with, with Houston, Detroit. He's only been there for two and a half months yeah. or two and a half years. Detroit. Yeah. yeah that's who I think. Yeah. 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 Two no hitters with Detroit. Uh, the majority of his wins with Detroit. Yeah. The world series is super important, but it would be Detroit. Yeah. And it's his choice. So. Yep. Yeah. I think so too. Um, so um, another was really Bo Cross cool. trying to sell Houston on that. He was selling oh, Houston. Oh, we're going to have a conversation. All it's between. Yeah. You need to jump you're on going off, You're going offline. I'm going, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> it, was on, it was on Facebook, I think. Um, he might say it on Twitter. Uh, another really cool story, Bill. I know it, it, not, not literally close to home to you, but also in your heart close to a uh, really cool story. Yesterday, Carlos Carrasco uh, for the Indians comes back and, and it pitches in relief. His first, his first start or his first uh, game action since he faced leukemia. Uh, oh my gosh! That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and just you know, they're in Tur- they're in Tampa Bay. Yep. Uh, he comes on. The fans stand up. Both benches come out of their dugouts, and it was so cool. Lindor comes up and gives him a big hug and says, "Come on, Cookie, we're all behind you." Uh, you know, it was an eight to two game, uh, but so good to see this guy's a regular starter. Yeah. Um, mm. And he came in and threw a couple innings of of you know relief ball in a sweep. Uh, by the way, Bill, for your phrase, uh, which is huge. Yeah. Huge. So cool to see a story like that where a, be- a player overcomes something outside the lines. Yeah. Yeah, we've seen it before, right, with other uh, – I go back as far as Dave Dravecki. I don't know if you remember that name, but this oh, is yeah. the 80s and the Padres, and you know, he had a bone cancer that eventually mm. you know, took his arm. Um, yep. <laughs> had to be amputated after he broke it throwing a pitch. So, um, yeah, it's great to see. I love those kinds of comeback stories. Always good. Always good. I, I, Sean, I, I love the story for multiple reasons. Um, I remember, and Bill, you, you've been around this more than, than I have and probably Sean, but you remember Eddie Perez, um, the old Braves catcher. Now he's, I think, the bullpen coach. I remember, and it didn't hit me, but the, his last at bat, right? It was, a, it was September, um, old Bobby Cox, who it's another story. He was at the Braves game today, which is awesome. Cool. Um, he's, he's recovering from a stroke. But it was a pinch hit situation late in September, and they put him in. And the Braves dugout, like every, every one of the 40-man yeah. roster were on the edge, right? And they knew. They knew it was a big moment. And, and I didn't really get it, but they, they knew. This is a guy, you know, 15 years in major leagues. This is his last at-bat, you know? Yeah. And he struck out. He struck out, which is, which is fine. So when I saw that, it's different, um, a different situation. But I, I, I was so happy the Rays, you know, did the, the right baseball thing and the right human thing. They were, they were supporting this guy. Um, but even better, you know, who's the pitcher for the Rays, Bill? Do you recall who was pitching? No, um, I don't. Uh, but anyway, it's not important to the story, but yeah. he was trying to get that guy out. Like it's, we respect you, but we're trying to get you out, right? It yeah. wasn't, 
hey, we're giving you a handout. It was, hey, we respect you. We're showing respect. And we, we're, we're trying to get you out. You know, yeah. we, and, and that's what I love about the game of baseball. It's, 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 um, they, they tend to respect rituals and, you know, respect old timers. But great seeing uh, him battle back from leukemia and uh, having that bat. I mean, that was, that was yeah. fun to watch. Uh, very quickly in the, in the standings, boy, Minnesota just on a tear. Uh, they're now five and a half games up. Remember two episodes ago, three episodes ago, they were uh, behind the Indians after a, a, a sweep. Uh, Minnesota sets the record for home runs for a team for the season. They're still 18 mm. to go. Wow. Uh, Plenty of time, yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, in the wild card race, though, Bill, uh, where obviously the attention now with, look, you got Yankees plus 10, Minnesota 5, Houston 10. You've got in the in the West. You've got uh, St. Louis now with three game lead uh, in the Central. You've got um, obviously the Braves with a, a comfortable lead, in the, and the Dodgers are done. Um, they could literally bring up the entire Albuquerque Dukes and and, and <laughs> still and still win. Uh, wild card: Tampa Bay is uh, half game up over Cleveland, uh, who's half game up over Oakland. So th- really, three teams Playing vying for, for those spots. two spots. Yeah. And that, that sweep was huge for Tampa Bay, uh, number one, to, to put themselves in top. But, but just to know they can, they can beat Cleveland yeah. on the road. Oddsmakers do not like Tampa Bay. They've got them only like a 26% chance. To make it or to? To make it. To make it to the postseason. Oh, so they're, they're, yeah, they they're, they're expecting to fizzle all. out down the end. Yep. Yeah. Well, look, you lost Blake Snell. It's crazy that they've even come this far, right? You know, they lost their ace, their Cy Young Award winner last year, and that's a huge loss. And then they trade away their opener, Ryan Stanek, at the trade deadline. Right. And the other openers haven't done so well. So we'll see. I mean, they get the Orioles. The 7,000 fans that were there at the game yesterday. That's a lot. Take it easy. Take it easy. That's a big crowd. It wasn't five. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey, Bill, who's the um, the, the young uh, Dodger prospect with the red hair, the – did you see him get hit yesterday in the oh, head? Oh, I know you're talking about. Uh, yeah. I did not see that, though, no. Ooh, it was rough. Ooh, Hopefully yeah. he's okay. So I, I forget his name. I'm, I, I'm, he comes up for a I, September call-up and gets plunked right away? No, I think he, he's been, been playing. around a little bit. Okay. He's been, they, they had him in the pen. I think they were kind of trying him out. Um, he started, but, oh, my God, just a line drive to the head. Oh, um, And he walked out. He, he walked away, so that's okay. good. But good. it's, uh, ooh, it's yeah. crazy. Um, over nationally, guys, Washington with a four and a half game lead, so they're going to be, you know, most likely in the in the wild card. And then the Cubs and Phillies, and about four other teams that really are one good week away from you know making the last four or five games of the season. Pretty yeah. pretty exciting, hmm. uh, guys. Let's let's hit U.S. Open and soccer really quick, and then get out of here. Bill, U.S. Open, uh, lot, lots That's happened, fun. lots yeah. happened the last couple of weeks, and and uh, we had an injury. Uh, so why don't you just recap us? I know there's a big female match uh, on the ladies' side, Coco Golf <laughs> and um, Osaka. Last year's winner, Osaka. Yeah, that Naomi was Osaka. That was a fun to watch. I mean, Coco it's definitely. Kind of a cool moment at the end, right? Yeah, very cool. Uh, Osaka dominated the match, <clears throat> no doubt about it. And um, and then tried to, she just, she said, you know, had a conversation with Coco, which you don't usually see him do that. Pulled her over and said, I want you to be here for the post-match uh, interview. Coco didn't want to, but Naomi says, I really want you to do this. And she came over and, you know, it just really just given her a lot of props. It's a 15-year-old being killed mm. by a 21-year-old. <laughs> so, I mean, it was very impressive stuff. Hey, but, but hey Naomi, I, used, I used to counsel Todd all the time. As a, as a senior, here's a pledge. Yeah. That's counseling. Word. You called Truth. it counseling? That's counseling? Truth. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, abetting. Abetting. I think yeah, what I they thought it was contrib- <laughs> contributing to the delinquency. <laughs> Pablo's tunnel, maybe? Um, never mind. So, so 
Um, and then today, though, Naomi Osaka lost. So she, uh, yes. she was oh, up, she did. She was yes. up today. Yep. By Benchich. So uh, like a third. And, and, and Coco's doing well in doubles too, right, though? She's still she's, going on. With, she's playing with a 17-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> An old girl. A, gr- McNally, a grizzled yeah. veteran, yeah. Yeah, so they're, 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 they're on. You can call them McCoco if you want. McCoco is their, uh, they've already got a name. But they're they're moving on to the third round, so we'll we'll see how that goes. You talked about injury, Joker, shoulder. Because that's such a millennial thing to do is have names for yourself, like, like on Big Brother. Yeah. <laughs> so, Bill, I got a I got a question with um with Joker. You you and Cindy yeah. are are huge, much more into tennis. I play, but I don't follow. Um, do you think? I, I find it weak without watching it that he was down two sets, love two you know two one, and then he retired. Do you think? that he felt he was going to win or do you really think it was an injury? I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt, but it just seemed a little cheesy, right? He's no, he's, he is a, he's a beast physically. There's no one more fit than Joker when it comes lean, to lean, right? He yeah. couldn't be lean. The dude yeah. is, he loves taking his shirt off. He loves okay. showing off that. So, <laughs> so, he, so does Sean, but it's a different. Yeah, it's okay. Exactly. Yeah. But um, I, think, so I can take my bra off. <laughs> but he, uh, I think Joker was hurt. I think. I so think you think it's legit. Okay. Never, right. he would never give up. And while is a good player, but. Um, well, Warinka kind of owns him a little bit. I a mean, little bit. A little Joker's four three lifetime, which is yeah. if that's owning, then <laughs> yeah, that's about as owning <laughs> whatever. As you can get. Yeah, that so. guy's the dude's a machine for sure. Joker. Yeah, we're entering uh, week two. It was great to see the roof came into handy today. They had rain in New York, so uh, they kept two matches going. Arthur Ashe and Louis Armstrong both have roofs, which is great. Bill, who was the five seed that won and was upset because people were booing him? Uh, uh, hmm. I, I'm almost positive the five Sverev? seed. Sverev? I don't know. I can ask Cindy real fast. <laughs> yeah, he, get he, her expert in. Get her expert in. Well, he, yeah, he 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 won and got booed, um, and was kind of like almost like Felipe Franksing, you know, egging on the crowd. Um, I wonder who he was. Was it Kyrgios? Not Kyrgios, no, was it? No well, Kyrgios yelled at the, you know, yelled at one of the linesmen again. Um, you know, he's he's a nightmare. Yeah, kind of jerk. But who's the fifth seed? I'm almost positive it's the fifth seed. Yeah. Let's see. So fill in, Todd. Yeah. So, uh, um, well, let's edit, say EPL. Yeah. Um, you know, what's amazing is, um, uh, it's definitely lost a uh, little, little steam Saturday mornings. Um, I still watch EPL, but with college football, it's definitely, um, take a little luster away. Liverpool is, is, uh, in nine points leading the league and Manchester city is with seven points. Bill, you're, Manchester United team after beating Chelsea four nothing opening week has had two consecutive draws. So stop um, it. There's thirty. Here's the thing about soccer. There's thirty eight games, right? Um, <laughs> you play. You play nineteen teams twice. One home, one away. So it's early on. Don't panic anyone, especially for a member of the big six. Um, and Liverpool, don't don't be too comfortable that you're you know three zero with nine points. So um, good stuff. Good stuff. Okay, Did you find so, it yet? No. Sorry, yeah. failure. That's, I failed. That's all right. We'll figure it out. And we'll then one out. one final thing on golf. Uh, obviously, the golf season's over. Um, did you guys see Fireside with Phil this week? The the episode where Phil does a little video interview in his new social media campaign. Have you seen that? No, but I got to see so it. Let me, right? let me paraphrase the story. <laughs> and you guys can watch it. So he's talking with Justin Thomas, JT, as most of us know him now as. Uh, and he's interviewing Justin Thomas, clearly in the locker room. They're sitting over the benches, you know, like a straddle. And um, they got the candle in the middle, Todd. 
And uh, he says, I'm here with Justin Thomas, one of my favorite players. We call him JT, but, but this story goes back to when Justin was just Justin. And so Justin starts telling the story and he goes, it was 2014. We're at the U.S. Mm. Open and it was at Pinehurst. And we're playing a practice round. Did you see it, Todd? I did. No, yep. So, so he says, we're playing a practice round, Bill. And it's Jordan and Justin, two rookies in the, you know, that's, the yeah. U.S. That's Open. Michael. Yeah, go ahead. Against, against Ricky and Phil. And so Justin's telling the story and he goes, we're on the fourth hole, dog leg left. And the approach, if you miss it to the right, it funnels down in this big collection area, you know, with a, with the false fronts that Pinehurst has. And Phil's just nodding, going, yep, go on, tell the story. <laughs> and Justin goes, so both you and I end up right at the green down in this big collection area, about 30 feet from the flag. And I get up there and I'm away. So I decide to putt because there's just not much green to work with. So I putted up there about three and a half feet away. I'm really happy with my putt. It's practice round, so we're still still kind of talking. Well, Phil gets up there with a with a lob wedge and sixty four degree, and yep. takes a full swing and shoots it hundred feet in the air and drops it three and a half feet from the hole. <laughs> so as we walk up to mark our balls, I say, "Hey, Phil, I got it closer than you." To which Phil responded, "Yeah, my dad would have putted too." <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. That's nice. Such oh, a by the way, Medvedev. There's your guy. Yes, yeah, that's what it was. So is he not a fan favorite, or is he? Uh, no, who's he? Who's he playing? You yeah, guys, I don't know, but he, oh, he apparently was Dominic yeah. Kofer, a guy from Germany. So I don't know. Mm, it's weird, know, yeah, kind of a weird one. Yeah, I don't know what yeah. happened. So. Yeah. So yeah. So uh, guys, obviously, good week. We got football on tonight. We've got football on Thursday. We got football on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Obviously, then baseball is every single day. We get closer to it everything meaning everything um and gonna be fun to watch gonna be fun to watch so we're definitely not in february is that what you're saying you're definitely not in february. <laughs> uh todd hit us up with what you got coming up this week but i know you gotta somehow get back home right did you guys drive to about Appalachia or did yeah. you guys fly yeah we drove and um six hour drive about that yep about that and and bill knows um living in florida it's the the eastern um side of the state is in more peril, but um, no direct hits for Florida. Uh, but still, there's going to be some surges. But uh, n- no problems where I am, so um, Good. can't can't uh, can't complain about that. Um, big week ahead, man. It's uh, it's kind of feels like after Labor Day, it's the the push to the end of the year. I think Sean, you alluded to that yeah. maybe in your your um, your post mm-hmm. um, this morning, which I love. Yes. Um, so everyone, check out Carp's Corner for sure. But um, yeah, just what Shay said, man. Just it's you know it's it's life's hard. Uh, we're all working. We're all trying to do well, but uh, you know, love each other and gratitude, all that good stuff. So listen to what Shay said, and that's uh, I'll echo that. Uh, good stuff. It's a great time of year. Great great time for sports, and um, it's uh, falls falls here. So looking forward to uh, to watching a lot of good sports this week. Love it, Bill. How about you, bud? What's going on with you? Great episode last week. I really like the the six foot realtor. Yeah, uh, Karen she Carr. was good. Yep. And I know you got a good one coming up this week. I do. I, in fact, I just finished Karen's book, by the way. It's only 88 pages, but it's YouTube for real estate agents. Okay. Go get it, Sean. It's awesome. It's really good. Yeah, no, she really inspired me to do some more videos. I good, really, good. You know, she, she really, I mean, and, and uh, let me just start, start, start to interrupt, Bill, but your yep. tips at the Florida Realtor Convention about just doing video and how easy it is to do it to make it look good and, you know, almost professional. I uh, really appreciate that. Sure. No problem. Yeah, it's fun to watch you uh, to put your stuff together. So I have one for tomorrow coming, right? Oh, that's right. I got to do one for tomorrow. I forgot. I forgot today's Monday. Yeah. <laughs> today's Monday. I um, have to get out, get out in the yard and do something. Yeah. Um, 
so tomorrow it's a Wendy Forsyth. Um, really looking forward to that. So Wendy, it's a great interview. You you saw bits and pieces of it at the Florida convention, and uh, then I um, we have a sales meeting on on Friday. So it's my job to uh, come up with a couple of things to talk to the sales team about that'll help them get better at what they do. So that's this week. Very good, very good. Well, guys, for me, it's a home week. I'm in between um, Michigan or Florida, Montana. Michigan next week. So a home week where I'm just going to try and catch up on a lot of relationship building uh, and a lot of just prepping for all my stuff I got coming up in the fall. Um, and, you know, just one of those weeks that you, you're going to be nose to the grindstone, but hopefully some, some uh, opportunities fall out and uh, should be, should be, you know, just a great, and who knows, I might have a little bit of time to kind of just do some pop-ins with some clients, which Todd, I know you, you always know is that just kind of that unexpected pop in which turns into a three, four hour conversation, uh, which turns into future, future business. Right. So things, things happen. It's funny when you, when you get in front of someone, things just tend to happen. Right. It's right. It's, it's, it's really weird and powerful. So yep, no doubt. So guys, great week on behalf of Todd and Bill and, and ever and Shay who was yep. on us today. Uh, I'm Sean Carpenter. Thanks for listening to the stare down. <laughs>